I'm Junie Felix, and this is Moving Forward, Tiny Habits for Successful Soul Care. Thank you so much for listening today, and I hope and pray that you and I can be of encouragement to one another so that we can walk by faith and live out of love instead of fear more and more every day. Just this past weekend, Friday night actually, I was in one of my favorite areas of downtown Chicago. I was in Uptown, and that's a neighborhood, a community that's gone through a lot of transformation over the years. I'd been invited to speak at a wonderful annual women's event called Deeply Rooted, and I was giving a talk on how to be still. Now, I parked about a half a mile from the event, and I walked to the venue, and I passed one of my favorite Chicago murals on the way. I love downtown Chicago. So much to see, so much history. Beautiful, beautiful mural here. It's located on the corner of Sheridan Road and Sunnyside Avenue, and it's called the Racial Reconciliation Mural. It is one of the top tourist attractions in the city. If you are in Chicago land, I highly recommend you stop by and really slot out some time so you can just stand there and take it all in. It's so inspiring. It was painted in stages beginning in the mid-1990s and before the mural began, this was one of the most dangerous intersections in the city. Now at the time, there was 18 rival street gangs located within a few blocks of one another and they fought what seemed to be an unending war. This is a war that regularly claimed the lives of children and the futures of children and young people or anyone else who happened to get caught in the crossfire. And right where the wall is, where the mural is now, it was once, that wall was completely covered with graffiti and memorials to slaying gang members, tombstones, a constant reminder to everyone in that community of the death and the sadness and the sorrow that was happening there on the regular. And this went on until 1995. When Brian Bakke, he's Uptown Baptist Church Director of Community Ministries, and an artist, Gregory King, they started getting together and talking about the problem, and then they began gathering with other community uh, leaders and also high school students, and they just started meeting regularly with people who wanted the change. And they started brainstorming a new design for that wall to evoke a spirit of reconciliation and peace in the community, to plant a seed of peace. And Baki knew that in order to bring this idea to life, he'd need to meet with the leaders of the gangs and get permission to cover that gang member memorial wall. And so he did. In the courage of his faith, he knew this was going to be work that needed to be done. And so he went out and he did it. He met with the gang leaders and told them that this mural would focus on Jesus Christ. And get this, miraculously, they agreed to it. Now, with the approval of the gangs that once terrorized the community and over 50 volunteer artists from all over the country and the community and and even more children, teenagers, even the homeless helped out. And in two phases with rotating volunteers over a span of time, that mural was finally completed and it's gorgeous. There was a restoration done in the not too distant past of the mural, but that mural of peace it incrementally helped to transform the streets in Uptown and the gang violence stopped in that area. And to this day, it's one of the only murals in Chicago that has never been 
tagged. I found that out the first time I saw the mural shortly after I moved to Chicagoland, and I saw that mural on a prayer tour of the city with the C.S. Lewis Institute, and it was um, a ministry called Heart for the City, and the guide told us that this mural is one of the few, the very few in the city that's never been tagged, ruined, or destroyed. My trip to Uptown was for a specific purpose. I'd been asked to come and speak on how to be still, how to quiet the chaos inside so that you and I could find ways to live in rest and enjoy the presence of God. And so as I was walking past the mural this time, I had a fresh idea of what that stillness can do in our lives. Because I had that concept on my mind, getting ready to speak about it, and I felt like God was telling me that the mural and the story of the gang war that terrorized the community before it was painted are a perfect example of what I was about to share and what I spoke at at the event. I talk with the ladies about the lies that we tell to ourselves, about our true worth, and how that language of lies creates this sense of restlessness inside, and it just wears us out, and it destroys your ability to walk in your purpose, to be a source of light and good in this world. And so many people have this self-destructive first language of lies that year after year, year, it just distorts the truth about your worth and your value. And there's a cure for it, though. The cure is to learn how to speak the truth one tiny choice at a time. Negative self-talk, it's its just like a drug. I remember um, the last podcast, I talked about the intoxication of self-pity and negative self-talk is the same. I think it's like soul graffiti that covers the walls of your mind and mine with those tombstones, those, those images of death and destruction and despair and hopelessness. And it tells us over and over again that life is just not worth the work. And it's just like that gang war that once destroyed the future of hundreds of young people in Uptown, from the gang members who were doing the shooting to the kids and community members who were often caught in the crossfire. That negative self-talk, that language of lies toward yourself, it creates this fear, destruction, and death in your spirit. And it's one of the worst habits we can have. And many people just don't survive it. I think of loved ones very dear to me, people in my life who just woke up every day When they're reading that soul graffiti on the walls of their mind over and over again, it's all they can see and they just lose hope and it's over. I think that we all struggle with this, honestly. We all struggle from time to time with trash talking in our heads. I think of how hard I can be on myself. I mean, just yesterday, I had to snap myself out of this. And it's strange because it feels like a tiny act of justice in a weird way of making sure that... I don't make the same mistakes again. It's it's just really unhealthy. But it's easy to make mistakes and then put yourself down. It takes more work to turn your attention to the truth. And for too many of us, life events and abusive people may have made you feel that you're, you are the mistake. And you start mentally spraying that soul graffiti in your mind year after year until it's all you can see or think about. And it gets really scary in there because if it goes unchecked, then all too often our loved ones, they get caught in the crossfire because that toxin, it always leaks out. Now, all of this reminded me of one of my favorite scriptures. I just really, I love the word of God. It says, God has made everything beautiful in his time. God has made you. He's working in you, making everything beautiful in his time. And he set eternity in each human heart so that no one can find out the work that God has planned from beginning to end. And that setting of eternity in our hearts is because we're made in his image. We all have a longing for legacy and outliving our current state of life. That's why 
abusers abuse because they want a legacy. They know that's going to ripple through the generations. But it also works for good. The scripture goes on to say that no one can find out the work has God, that God has planned from beginning to end. And if you harness that power for good and stop that trash talking that you might be doing toward yourself, or maybe there's someone in your life who's doing that, maybe you can be the courageous truth teller in their life. I have a, a friend, Tammy. She's a courageous truth teller, and she's one of the, the, the people that organize the inspiration event of Deeply Rooted with her friend Joy. Courageous truth you can tell in someone's life to help them find their way out of that darkness. And if you're believing those lies, I just I hope you remember the scripture that I shared here and just know that there's a part of your soul, just like the mural that I was talking about, where God has issued a command when he made you. There's a part of your soul deep inside that no evil can touch. It's a place of rest and peace and beauty. And it's always there because you're made in his image and it's never been tagged, ruined or destroyed no matter what you've been through. And that's some of what I shared at the event last Friday. I believe that if you and I can be still and intentional enough to slow down, look deep within, we can locate that part of our soul that's never been tagged and celebrate the truth, speak the truth about our beauty and our worth, preserved and protected, just waiting to be discovered and celebrated in exactly the same way that the Uptown Reconciliation Mural was painted strategically, courageously, lots of hard work and courage with a focus on Jesus, one tiny creative act of love and kindness toward yourself at a time. If you're willing and with the right help and consistent strategy, that negative self-talk habit can be undone. One tiny choice at a time, lies can be replaced with truth and healing can begin or progress because you're here for a purpose and it's good. And if you're caught in that loop of negative self-talk, I'm praying today that you will slow down, ask God about your true worth and value. I pray that you'll text, private message, or call someone. Find that truth teller in your life like Tammy and so many others of my friends that I can call when I'm struggling and ask them to tell me the truth. And it's just like that community effort that created that mural. Who are the allies in your story? Ask them for their perspective on you and your gifts and read about how God feels about you in the scriptures. Maybe Ephesians 10 is a great place to start. Ephesians 2.10 and other hundreds of scriptures that explain how precious you are to God. He made you to love you and know you and be with you forever. And if you'd like a list of these verses that can help you to learn how to speak truth into your story, just message me through my website, juniefelix.com. And I've also posted a picture of the mural there. I'd be honored to send the truth your way. And I pray that as you take this tiny step of faith, you will catch a glimpse of what God sees when he looks at you, his workmanship, his masterpiece, his creation, and your hope will be renewed and your spirit refreshed. And that you'll feel that tiny feeling of success, that good feeling that we call shine in the behavior design community, and that you will move forward as you design your life on purpose to the glory of God. Thank you so much for listening to Tiny Habits for Successful Soul Care. I hope you'll stop by my website, juniefelix.com. There you can claim a free download of one of my event bestsellers. It's called The Gift of Sorrow. And also you can receive updates about my newest project with my publisher, Nav Press. It's called Moving Forward, Tiny Habits That Lead from Trauma to Faith.